0: The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Nintendo Shack, a proud member of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. I am Jason Lacey, and joining me... This week, Mr. Lucas Rose. Hi. <laughs> Fancy meeting you here. Right?
1: <laughs> are, are are we on the right show? This is I thought a, we already did the, the podcast is, this week. Is this Flux What
0: what's going on? I'm so confused.
1: It's the, the Flux Invasion.
0: That's right. So, for for those of you that of PSVG listeners that may not be aware, I've never listened, Lucas is my BFF and co-host of the podcast we do together. FluxDouse and he is bailing me out because Donnie Koopalings, Donnie is not here. I needed someone to fill in to help me go through the land of Nintendo. And I was like, Well, Lucas, come, come help me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I was like, Okay. I don't know what I'll talk about, but okay.
0: <laughs> and and you nailed it. You're here. We're doing it. I am here. We're doing it live um i'm also you know we are streaming this as we speak and i am uh i've never streamed a youtube clip show myself so when things broke um when things break inevitably this is why so again welcome i can yell at you yeah you can yell at me and um yeah (laughs) exactly so audio listeners thank you for listening as always if you're here in the live show Welcome, it's uh, the Nintendo Shack, and gosh, it's—I haven't been on the show in a bit, Lucas. You've never been on the Nintendo Shack proper. You No, have, I've you... only
1: been on one PSVG show ever, and it was when I first joined the the ranks of the the written gosh, word.
0: We we only had you on one episode, huh?
1: Well, that was back when it was already stuffed, chock full of rotating folks on the uh, the podcast. So I was like. I don't have to be on the podcast. That's fine with me. I'll just <laughs> con- contribute to the site.
0: Hey, you, you fill the purpose. You did a job. We we're proud to have you. You're welcome back anytime. We'd love Thank to have you. you. We'd love to have you back on the show. Anytime you want, you can come on back. We'll, wel- one, you, we'll welcome you with the open arms, sir. Uh, You know, I don't, you know, last week was a slow news week for The Shack and everyone at Nintendo, and uh, I, man, for me personally, I I think it kind of feels that same way, but just to kind of give you guys a little update on what I've been into, I've really, I've been on a bit of a a Nintendo hiatus, so to speak. I haven't, I don't know, nothing's been, like, grabbing me that I've really wanted to play, Um and I've been struggling with that, so I, I did jump back into uh, Lucas. This is the game I think you're aware of because you have it on Steam, Flint Hook. And I've talked. Yeah, about, uh, I've t- I
1: don't have it, but I've seen it. I was interested in it when I first heard about it, and so I know of it at least. I have not played it myself. Okay.
0: Really. Okay. Well, I uh, I th- I feel bad about this, but this might be a game I walk away from. Like really? Yeah, because it's just. It's hard. It's really difficult for me, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and not to say like I don't think I'm like some some uber gamer or anything like that, but I mean like this game is just unforgiving at times, and um, as you progress further and further, you know you have to you have to clear more regular stages before you get to a boss, and now I'm at the point where I have to clear five, and in, if I make it to the boss, I'll die but usually I don't even make it to the boss and it's just a big time investment to like get so far and then I just feel like I'm kind of cheaply uh, killed by the stage like the hazards and everything like that and it's just like really it's a bit of a letdown and I, I, I looked up I did like some Google searching and I saw some other people had similar um, kind of complaints with the game because it just feels like some of the level design feels you feel cheapened a little bit with how um, how you die you know or how the game treats uh-huh. you Um, and that's a little disappointing and I'm, I'm looking to hopefully that I break out of the slump and I, I pull through it. But other than that, I'm just kind of, uh, I don't know. I've been on a, a little, a switch hiatus almost, so to speak. Um, you know, it's, it is what it is, but, um,
1: I get that way about everything though, not just consoles or gaming in general, but pretty much all my hobbies really. So, You know, sometimes I go, I'm like, oh, I got to play this game until I beat it, regardless of if it's 60 hours. And then other times I'm like, no, I got to watch all the movies right now and never touch a video game. So I think that I think it's just natural to, you know, have especially on something like a console where with Steam, you know, I have tons of things to choose from where it's almost like almost too many options. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, whereas with switch where you're buying an actual physical copy a lot of the time, or, you know, waiting for a release that catches your eye as opposed to buying games and mass, mm-hmm. I could see you having some downtime with, uh, with a console like
0: that. Yeah. Yep. And it's, I don't know. It, it's all going to come full circle. There's a bunch of games coming out this spring and, uh, later on in the year. And that's going to, that'll, you know, levy the, the, it'll, it'll destroy my, it'll destroy me and I'll be playing a ton of things. And it's like, <laughs> Oh, I can't play games. You know, it's like first world problems here. I'm stuff I'm complaining about, but, uh, I think it I think part of it was such a awesome launch and how many like really quality games kept coming and coming. Um mm-hmm. and let's face it there's going to be there are already a couple indie games I want to play. I just haven't I haven't taken the jump on it, but the disappointing thing is like we're at that point now where there's like a bunch of you know there's a quite a handful of games coming out each each week, but then you you know they're all either phone they're either mobile or steam ports like crazy and it's like ugh it's it's like the wild west you know a little bit and it's like i just don't really feel like taking a risk on on something like that you know and is there uh
1: is there is this just kind of like a a dry spell before some of the larger releases the next larger releases come out or is it just like oh this is working let's get everything we possibly can on the switch (laughs)
0: um i think that well i think that's from outside parties are there's that because immediately you saw oh the switch is selling we got to put our game out there.
1: Everyone waited until they saw if it was going to do well or yeah. not.
0: And now they're mm-hmm. now they're jumping on that that bandwagon. And like you you know you'll see this with everything, you know. Um the, now the I don't know if a dry spell so to speak. I mean we we do have this is a weird year because like a lot of the up and coming releases we will have on Switch are ports from the Wii U. We've got Hyrule Warriors um coming out. We've got um, Donkey Kong Tropical Tropical Freeze is coming out. Um, And a lot of stuff is still, like, we're waiting to hear announcements on. We know Smash is coming, but we don't know when. You know, there's rumors Mm. of, you know, a new Pokemon game coming. There's rumors of a Fire Emblem game coming. So there's a lot of stuff people are waiting to see on. Um, And I think a lot of people that have the Switch are also multi-console owners, so they are um, they've got other stuff to play jumping back and forth yeah Josh mentions in the chat shaq Fu is coming out in June so there's that if some if you bought uh, you know uh, NBA playgrounds you got that for free um, oh goodness gracious cause that, what was, a great, that was their, what a great that was that was their gift for how bad and NBA, NBA playgrounds was <laughs> as existence but you no know, we I I, I don't want to drone on and on about this current topic because you know there's tons of other outlets that are doing the same thing, talking about the current events. I thought let's get this opportunity. Lucas, you being on here, you're not on yeah. here. You're not a current Nintendo console platform no. anything owner. So I kind of thought this was a good opportunity to kind of get your perspective because uh, growing up, you didn't have. Uh, NES correct you the genesis was your first system i had the like, genesis yes yeah. cuz it
1: did what nintendo don't so you know oh. i was an edgy 90s kid with
0: a skater haircut that's right <laughs> <laughs> well my question is for you is like what what has always been your outside perception like not so much then because you were younger and you had Mm -hmm. i'm sure you had friends that had a super nintendo and things like that so you probably played it at times but like you you owned a wii so like what like what got you to buy that like what was like what like how did you jump in there like take me back to there was it just because like the excitement and how popular that system was doing or um
1: i think it's because we ended up playing it that was back when um we were still kind of trying to all hang out like you, me, our respective girlfriends and everything. So we were still part- partying a little bit and such. And so I think somebody had like WarioWare Smooth Moves or something like that. And we, we would play these party games or like we Bowling or Tennis. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was just a natural fit because... You, you never really had to explain how to play Wii Tennis or bowling. It was just something that was like, oh, that looks fun. I want to try that. So um, that in combination with um, the Wii Fit, which I've talked about before, was kind of like the the um, clincher for me of, you know, we can use this to entertain our, ourselves and our guests and have a little bit of fun with it. And we can also use it for – balance board yoga exercises <laughs> I guess <laughs> it sounded it sounded less dumb then than it does now but um so that was kind of it, it was just like it seemed like in a time where everybody was moving into like online play a yeah. lot yeah uh this was really the only console that still allowed a lot of um local multiplayer yeah so that was like the big thing for me anyway to make the jump
0: yeah because it's not like you we're like let's look at some of our my fondest adolescent gaming memories is like you john and ray would have come over and we would played the hell out of my gamecube i mean we played yeah that's true a ton of gamecube and we played you know double dash uh melee um mario party and i think those were like the only multiplayer games i had um you know i had the resident evils and stuff we'd play but i remember like. I just remember, like when I brought home Double Dash. I remember it was all just like we played through and like unlocked everything in one setting. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that—that's what Nintendo has always done so well. When you mentioned like that that local that local multiplayer aspect of it, but now let's you know, So you had the Wii, and that was a weird time for me too because I remember that came out and uh, there was all the excitement you know, about the, the 360 was out and other stuff and. Mm-hmm. I remember I was like, "Oh, I was like the hipster guy I was like, Well, you know graphical fidelity is only one thing. we're gonna hit the uncanny valley we can't just we can't just push graphics, you know we gotta <sighs> our games have to innovate beyond that and and the we this is how this is what's gonna happen. This is offering a whole new way to play, you know, and i was that was what i was that's what I was selling to myself and then when it came to the point you know where they were unavailable everywhere, I was like, well." I, there's this isn't gonna happen. I'm not gonna camp out for one of these systems. And <laughs> I, I, You're I like, have, uh, never mind. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I have no desire, no desire to do that at all. And I just never got one. and Then I got a 360, and you know, I then a brief stint going from PC gaming and this and that. But I'm curious, like, from leaving. Well, I mean, you still have the Wii, but I mean, from leaving that point behind, like, what has been your perspective on Nintendo is not, not to say that you're an outsider, but being away from the game. I'm curious of like what that brand is like to you as from someone that's not actively in that ecosystem. That's not, you know, it's not like when you log on to the, the, your computer for the day or you're checking your phone, you're not, you're not like me and you're not, Oh, let's see what Nintendo is up to today. Yeah, You're not actively like, um, browsing for that like it's like i forget like here in psvg we like to use the, we use the the chain like the term echo chamber a lot and mm-hmm. and because we're all like enthusiasts and we all like the same things and we all beat the same drum and bounce the same things off another and like this is great and da, da, da. but i forget like until i talked like my brother will for example i would consider will a gamer he likes games he plays games he has a switch he had uh, he's got a PlayStation. He's had multiple consoles. He's always um, big on on the games, and he has a good idea what's going on. But I remember one day I was like, "Hey, have you ever? Did you watch the? Are you gonna watch the Nintendo Direct?" I don't think he had. He had never heard of what a Nintendo Direct was before. And for any of us that are like big time Nintendo fans or internet users, like that's one of the events we live for. You know, to see all these upcoming yeah. announcements and new games. Had no idea what that was. And for, for me, I was just like, that was such a foreign concept because I, <laughs> I just like, assume. What? And then I think that at that point, it's that's what gave me perspective. Okay, I'm like, I am not as much as, like, I don't think of myself as hardcore, but I mean, in terms of your average consumer, you know, I'm- You're informed. I'm much more involved in that. And so, like, yeah. having my, brother's, my brother talk like that gave me a little perspective. I was like, oh, wow, okay. This is- I am, I am not, this is not normal, what I, What I'm doing, you know. <laughs> so I kind of want to see, like, now that I, you know, prepped you for what I want you to say, then I proceeded to talk <laughs> over top of it and de- completely <laughs> derailed you and what you thought about. Yes, it. yes. So <laughs> back to my original point, please. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, so what's it like? kind of on the outskirts yeah and i was kind of thinking like what's your outside
0: perception on that like you've seen i mean you're obviously aware of like the the meteoric rise of the wii and then the shambles that the wii was and then right now we're right now switch
1: and how that was going to do because i remember i mean i remember when everyone was just like what is this because we obviously checked it out for our podcast because it was like you you're, you're going to talk about whatever Nintendo is coming out with. Mm-hmm. So I know I know of like that aspect of things, but like you said, I've never watched a Nintendo Direct or anything like that. Um so for me, like I can kind of understand the perspective of other game developers where they're doing like a wait and see approach because they really kind of embody the 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 idea that they need to innovate and they need to use the technology that they come up with, whether it's for good or bad, you know, like uh, I know one of the biggest problems with Star Fox Zero was that the um, motion controls were kind of jammed into that game. And it was like, you're going to you're going to use them regardless of whether or not it helps or hinders. So. You know, when they go with something, they go all in with that idea. So at least they back up their product and don't just drop it immediately, whether Mm -hmm. or not that's good or bad. So for me, like I wouldn't have been a first day adopter of the switch anyway. I'm rarely a first day. uh, VR was like the only thing I can think of. And we see how that turned out. So
0: you've got a really fancy paperweight on your desk.
1: That's right. Dude,
0: you could could sell that, and you could have, like, a a one-and-a-half Switch.
1: Nobody would buy it. They know better. (laughs) Um, I could have, like, half of one Switch, probably. Um, So, for me, it's always been kind of a wait-and-see type deal, which is how it was with the Wii, because I didn't even really want it until I played it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. motion controls didn't really mean anything until... I played the bowling game or whatever. Yeah. So same thing with the switch. Like I played your switch and ever since then, um, cause it was on that um, trip to almost, <laughs> what was it? Almost Detroit basically. Yeah. Right? I went
0: to Dearborn. So the yeah. West, the West outskirts of Detroit.
1: Yeah. So when I played it, I mean, I was kind of like, I could actually see myself getting one of these, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Which, with the PS4 or the... See, that's the weird thing about Nintendo. With the PS4 or the Xbox One, I don't need to play it to know what it is. Like, yeah. there's nothing there that's that's like, oh, I wonder how that works. But with Nintendo releases, you know, most recently, the Wii with their motion controls, the Wii U with the... the what is it? The master controller or whatever with the giant screen on it.
0: Oh, uh, the GamePad. Yeah.
1: GamePad and then... That that's, I like my that's name still better.
0: <laughs> that's. Yeah, I do like your name better. That's that that's, was still like I remember when we were at Russ's, and I remember I was asking him like, "So like, what's up with that controller thing?" And he let me hold it. And I was just like, "This is weird" because it just you know,
1: it should have just been a tablet, basically.
0: Well, I think let's, let's face it. I think that's what they would have liked to do. But I don't think technology yeah. was quite where it needed to be, where it made it a cons- a price point that would be viable to the average consumer. You know.
1: True, true. But like to jam a controller on a giant screen. Yeah. I mean, it worked for some applications, but not for not for many, it seemed like. And then to go from, you know, to the switch, like all of those things are different experiences that you I think it would be important to try for yourself before, you know, you buy it, obviously. and that's interesting to me because they are innovative and mm-hmm. they are like pushing the envelope. It's not just here's your console and two controllers and our controllers haven't really changed for like 15 years, basically. <laughs> so that's what I think keeps Nintendo interesting, but it also makes it difficult to be of, uh, you know, like you said, lining up on the release day without, you know, is it going to be another smash or is it going to be, the Wii U where it's confusing and weird and I don't like it Yeah, get me out of here. So as far as like, but like being on the outside, I will say many of the games for, you know, PlayStation or um, Microsoft, I find I can live without. I'm just kind of like, well, that would be cool to play, but you know, there's probably some equivalent or something else that's in that genre that I can get on uh, the PC and not really, Be too upset about but nintendo has kind of had a um a way where they have kept the platformer alive i would say and they do a really good job of that the traditional platformer anyways and a lot of that like that style of game in particular i find pretty difficult to find a quality um game that you would find on the pc or other consoles really i mean it's their first party titles that really make me go man that would be that would be nice to own a switch to be able to play you know what i mean yeah so like mario kart uh obviously mario uh galaxy or odyssey um and stuff like that it's like those are the games that to me that's what i'm missing when i think about what my pc gaming isn't fulfilling in my yeah my gaming life, I guess.
0: Yeah, because you just don't have anything quite comparable to that. Yeah, I get that. Um, and I think I remember, like, I, I, I'm not as big a Reddit user as I used to be, but I remember, like, talking when I'd be, like, uh, the Nintendo subreddit subreddit, and things like that, they'd always say, like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, the PC is, like, the perfect companion piece. If you had a, a Wii U or a Nintendo console, it's always a, the great complementary piece because the games are so different and i agree like a lot of the games that you are can play on a pc or are, aren't going to be you know there's there are exclusives on mostly mainly playstation but xbox does have a, a few exclusives as well um yeah. not to throw shade sorry i'm not trying to throw shade here <laughs> but um, we're all friends here um and you can you're not gonna be able to play those exact games but you're gonna be able to play something similar in the genre on, mm-hmm. on PC, and let's face it, um, until the Switch, Nintendo wasn't really getting third-party support. So any of those big third-party releases, you can get on PC. You're going to get your Assassin's Creed, you're going to get your Arkham games, you're going to get um, your Far Cry's, things like that. You get that on PC, while on Switch, you you don't you don't get it. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and even the indie titles that do um, overlap. A lot of them, I would rather play on the Switch, honestly, because I find that with PC gaming, it tends to be a little bit more intensive. Just because you're si- the way you're sitting, yeah. you're not really relaxing on a couch and just chilling with the, you know, the Switch. That, that's always
0: been Nathan's like point. He's always brought up about why he doesn't like to game on his PC much because he wants to hang out, kick back in his chair, and just you know, chill out that way.
1: Yeah, and I I mean I've I've gone to uh, through great strides to make it so that I can play my computer at the TV, but that's only with games that support, you know, one of these controllers, the Xbox controller, and not very many games even I mean there are some there are a few that do controller support well, especially the ones that are cross platform, but most of them don't feel as good, I mm-hmm. guess. And again, I'm still sitting in this stiff computer chair, playing on the TV behind me. So it's you yeah. know, it's still not me cuddling up on the couch or sitting in bed or or whatever. It's still, you know, it's a little bit better, but it's not great. So well,
0: let's face it, you can't live the dream. You can't play PC games on the toilet. I mean, that's true. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Hashtag poop so, life. I mean
1: <laughs> so though I mean it is it's not only the games that are desirable and the the indie games that would just do better for me on the switch, but it's also the the ease of u- ease of use and um I don't know the simplicity of it. it's nice to just be able even I mean, I'm talking just in general, it's nice to just be able to turn on a console. You know what I mean? And not have to be like, oh, I have to install drivers. Of course, nowadays you buy a new game and it's like, oh, I got to download a first day patch. That's going to take an hour. Cool. Uh, I guess I'm not playing this now. Yeah. But in general, you know, generally speaking, it uh, it is much more convenient. And uh, I feel like indie games kind of. Go with that convenience. I think of like Stardew Valley. I tried to play that on PC. It just doesn't feel right. I'm sure some people can do it, but, and I mean, there's nothing technically wrong with it. It just doesn't feel right to play that game sitting at my computer desk for some reason.
0: Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because I feel the same way with indie games. Um, And I don't know. It's not like. If I want the best experience, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my Switch down here. I'm gonna dock it at this my desk mm-hmm. here and play it on this monitor right here in front of me. But most of the time, you know, I um you know I'm gonna play for a little bit in bed. And I'll have play it handheld, or if I just want to hang out hang out upstairs in the same room my wife's in, I'll do that too. And it's just I it, I had no idea that the handheld option would give me so much more um, ability to do that, and. You know, you mentioned that about the Xbox controller and the controller support. It does sometimes feel a bit janky on PC because yes, they have to, you know, they they have to deal with how many different configurations and mm-hmm. um, maybe mouse and keyboards the preferred way, maybe the you know the controller doesn't work and at least it's been tested for a specific console, it it should function, you know, it, it should yep. work. Um, here speaking of that, cuz people we've talked about this in PSVG and people always ask me if it came to it, would I play it? Would you play Awesome Knots if it came onto, let's say theoretically, you own a Switch? Would you play Awesome Knots on the Switch?
1: On the Switch? Yeah. Uh, and if it if it yes yes I would if it didn't have crossplay, because anybody oh, who God. has a mouse yeah. and keyboard would nail like yeah. nail all of us. Yeah. But in yeah, I mean that's a perfect example. Because the thing I think, about I those think that's a game, I think that's games.
0: a game not to just say toot that horn because I like that game obviously but you know the people talked about it and at first I was like no I wouldn't play it because I, I feel like it's better on the mouse and keyboard but I really think mm-hmm. it could get there's a huge audience on the Switch especially if they if they brought it in like cheap enough and then tried to sell their you brought it in at like the packs at I know it's free to play on PC but if you tried to bring it in at like under fifteen dollars I think if you brought it in I don't think they could do it free to play because you got to 7.99. You, yeah, cuz you have to have, you have to make back the cost of their development to port it, you know. Yeah. So I think if you somehow brought it like at 10 bucks and then you sold, you know, the skin packs or the announcer packs whatever they want to do, I think that would be great because I think I think the Switch is a prime there's Switch doesn't have any games yet in that genre. There is one um in the works coming. It's I think it's a it's actually a mobile a mobile phone version of that of a game that's well, the game is uh, runs on mobile. It's huge in China. It's like one of their most popular uh, MOBAs. So I think okay. I, could, I think that could do really well on the, the Switch platform. And I think it fits. I I, I just <laughs> I want more people to discover that game. And I don't think you can play it on other consoles really anymore. I think the I think the scene's just dead. And let's face it, the, the PC scene isn't exactly thriving.
1: No. But and it's a toxic. I mean, I'll, anybody who's still playing it is horrible. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So. Um, I'm
0: just curious, you know, if that would something that could work, but I'm also wondering like, you know, what's the, what's the developers roadmap with this game? Because they've been supporting just that game for quite a while, updating it and changing it. And eventually they got to be like, okay, we got to do something else. Cause they do have, they do have other games on, on, um, Nintendo consoles. They had, uh, on the Wii U, they had, um, Swords and Soldiers. They make, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure okay. Ronimo makes that and they have, I think there's a sequel and those are on the Wii U. I don't think, I don't think they were on 3ds i don't but so they had that relationship already i'm just saying it's possible but i mean uh, like it's one of the things you think about playing at a different perspective because let's face it when we we first started playing awesome knots we were we started with the controller because you're used to it you're like oh platformer yeah so i'm gonna play it but
1: it's not bad it's just the aiming yeah that becomes a problem. It's hard problem. to be Everything precise, unless
0: everyone else is using it. If everyone else is using it, then you're in even playing field. But if you, you know, exactly, you mix keyboard and mouse users in there.
1: And I think, um, I think the switch, as far as like indie games go, it makes me feel like the importance of the graphics and stuff. I If I play on the switch, I don't feel like i'm losing anything if i'm playing stardew valley or awesome knots like there's no graphical fidelity that i'm losing by playing on the switch that that kind of idea with the wii especially because that's the last one i can relate to that didn't even have an hdmi output like that that thing looks like like garbo just
0: component right
1: yeah, component. The, the, that was the best way to get the the output was component. Of course, I never did. I always used just regular RGB, mm. which you know, same thing. Well, but you're not getting. I,
0: I, I had I didn't have HDMI on my 360s. So.
1: Yeah, that's true. For a while, because I,
0: I got didn't... I got the uh, the somehow I still got the OG model that didn't have that. Wow
1: goodness you mean you didn't have to trade it in eight times after
0: uh yeah i did i had Collins. five i had four different 360s but they managed <laughs> this to give guy's me a not line. getting
1: a new one <laughs> <No>. f him <laughs> so i i think that like because personally i have a tendency to okay i'll start up a pc game like far cry that's a good example And I'll be like, all right, let's go into the graphic settings and let's try to pump out every single like I need to check every setting, try to get 60 frames per second at least. Oh, this setting kind of pushed me under 40. So now I got to go back and change it. Mm -hmm. 30 minutes go by and I haven't even played the game yet. I'm too busy, like benchmarking and trying to figure out what the best. You know what I mean? That doesn't happen. You just turn on the switch and you start playing like I haven't had that experience in quite some time. Uh, having not um, played a computer game in a while,
0: yeah, I will say that right now. But like, like I never got too big into benchmarking stuff. It's basically like, okay, is this running on my computer? Okay, good, and then I can go do whatever um, mm-hmm. and play it. But having to just not worry about that and just being able <laughs> to just play right. something, like I know that's always that's always the point people bring up when they're like, mm, PC gaming, you have to. To deal with Fiddling drivers and do all this nonsense but then when it actually just works yeah you're just like
1: well it, okay it, it is nice
0: it is nice to have that
1: but and i i will i will just say this not to sound like a pc um you know um love story here or anything i am an enthusiast but i, I will i will say that I can relate it to sort of like Owning a sports car or or something of that nature where it's like you put up with that kind of stuff because you kind of you enjoy the hobby, but you can also have a daily driver too. like I understand why people are just like, oh, I would never want to own, you know, a sports car or something like that because I would I would have to put so much money into it and I'd have to park, you know, 800 spaces away so that nobody ran into my car where with the daily driver, you're just like, whatever, you know, I don't even care. It's just, it's just the thing that gets me from point A to point B computers. Kind of same way. I, in, in a weird, sick fashion, I enjoy like pumping every possible ounce of power to get the best graphical fidelity to, um gameplay performance ratio. Yeah. But sometimes I don't want to do that. And that's why I think that, like you said, the PC Nintendo combination is kind of like the best complementary um duo that you could possibly have. So
0: what now I I also hear like another um viewpoint I get a lot of people is like you know Nintendo is viewed as a more adolescent targeted company you know a lot of their properties are very cutesy mm-hmm. child oriented and like is that a turn off or like is that something that's ever bothered you i mean do you
1: i think if that's a turn off to anybody then they're an idiot <laughs> <laughs> honestly because <laughs> i think nintendo is proof that because I, f- I feel like this comes up a lot in kids movies and stuff like that where a lot of people who aren't children love Toy Story, for instance, just as an, a, a, as okay. an example.
0: Yeah.
1: I think of Nintendo the same way. You can make a, a a video game that is not geared towards adults specifically and just make it for everyone. You know, it doesn't have to be blood, guts and machine guns and still have it be a good game. I think they mm. prove that all the time. Like Mario Kart is fun because it's a solid game that just happens to look like Mario and that now I think that that helps them in the same way that Disney is helped out by the fact that they're Disney it's like oh Disney made it well I'm probably gonna go see it because I know it's going to be at least decent Nintendo kind of has a similar reputation with video games where it's like oh it's you know it's kind of for kids but it's also good enough that I don't care that I'm playing you know a game about a plumber who saves a princess like it doesn't bother me at all um and me personally i've never really i've never really understand the whole understood the whole like nintendo is for kids like i get that that's the perception there but i don't Mm -hmm. understand why it's a problem i guess is what i'm saying
0: um i mean and you've obviously consumed you're sure of violent and adult content throughout your gaming history i mean
1: yeah sure i mean like genesis went sega went in the complete opposite direction and nintendo's the one that's still standing look what sega does now they don't even make hardware anymore so i don't think that that you can say that that's an argument unless it goes both
0: ways. So you don't you know you're what I mean? saying you don't need to have a Zack Snyder make your games. They don't need to be dark and gritty and adult for you. <laughs> you don't have to, have to put a chainsaw
1: them. on every single possible weapon for it to to be successful. I I think that you can just as easily have a Nintendo style where their their philosophy is let's make fun games for everyone. And if that bothers you, that's fine. There's I mean if you really want your games dark and gritty and and you want to just blast people, I can understand that. But I want both. I have no problems with you know awful games that are, I mean, as long as they're good. I'm this is all with the caveat that they're they're good games and fun yeah. to play, and not yeah. just like games that exist to be shocking or something like that um but you can just as easily have that uh as, as on the other side and honestly as a father now that makes me feel a lot more confident that i could just play a nintendo game and not have to worry is my son looking up and watching me you know murder zombies with yeah. an axe or something i, I forget like that the, i
0: forget the, that thing about how your son is so much sorry that did take over here. I forget how much, oh, like, fun. closer your older your son is than mine, because I'm so much caught up in the world of a, a one-year-old. And I forget, mm-hmm. like, Isaac's going to be three this this fall. And, yeah. um, you know, you're much closer to the age where you can start introducing more of that that media to him, and eventually, you know, enjoying that with him together. Um, yeah. And, I'm, yeah, like you said, I'm sure you'd have a lot more options um, with that than
1: well well and it comes back to being able to use it upstairs where I mean like my computer is downstairs right. in a corner. You know, it's my it's my cave where I sit in the dark and, you know, play games about slaughtering humans. <laughs> no. But but seriously though, it's like computers kind of are an ugly mess that most people throw into the corner somewhere. Whereas consoles are you, know, you can neatly hide them, they're not giant bulking loud machines they typically fit in with the rest of your media equipment nobody questions that so it again like to know that if i had one it would be upstairs and i can play good games that i don't have to worry if he wants to like oh are you interested in what's going on here go ahead and walk mario off the edge of the cliff 500 times if it really (laughs) you know if it gets you
0: interested in it whatever that's now you you had him he was playing wind waker that one (laughs) day
1: yes exactly that's a good point uh i i was he was playing wind waker and all he did was uh he kept uh jumping link into the ocean because he thought it was hilarious to have him swim around problem is is when you're in the ocean for long enough
0: he, he drowns, but he didn't understand <laughs> La- that La-
1: that's what La- was La- happening.
0: What was that? Was that on the Wii? Did
1: you... Uh, yeah, I think it was tech. Well, I mean, technically, or... it was an emulator. Oh, okay. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't
0: sure if you were playing because I let you, do. You still have my disc version of Wind Waker?
1: Uh, if. B- I think I gave it back to you because I just ha- said I'm probably never going yeah, to. Yeah, I think
0: it. I think you did. I might I think I might slap it there. I wasn't sure if you were playing that or if you were playing like a dolphin version of it.
1: Uh well, cause that was the version that I told you about in that uh it plays Wii games in VR. So that's why I had originally mm. downloaded it. So I was playing uh that in VR and that was kind of interesting. It didn't you know,
0: work. Not that either. I condone these sort of things, but <laughs> your best bet if you want to play that would be to try to find a wii u version of the hd port master yeah, yeah because that would be much more playable than the the horrible
1: oh i i watched you play it and i was like i don't even, that's why i stopped playing because i had your <laughs> I old version You're like, i was like i can't go back to this
0: uh <laughs> <sighs> Great game, so. great game that one. What do you do? You have any um, do you have any games on like your virtual console on on Wii that you could eventually introduce 2 I know you have Blades of Steel, but I mean, do you have any of the older? Do you have any of the classic? Um, the Mario's or anything like that on there?
1: I think I have Super Mario Three. I mean,
0: not that it matters because again, you have a PC and there's probably stuff out there that allows you to play classic games <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. I don't. I've heard, I've only, I've heard people talk about right. it, you know, I, right. I've never, never checked it out myself. I just heard about it.
1: Well, he has, he may, I think you saw that picture of him playing Mega Man, which is yes. way, I
0: mean, way above him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't need him throwing the controller and breaking it, but uh, I mean, that's kind of the plan. Honestly, if, if I was to introduce him to gaming other than, I mean, mobile gaming is so accessible now that it's no, it's no big deal to get a tablet or something and have, you know, some puzzle games on there for directed towards kids. But when it comes to actual like gaming, gaming that I would describe as like what I do, I would imagine it would be some sort of Nintendo project first uh, or product that he would experience because again, like the selection is just more open towards uh, children. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't get the, you don't get the, crappy uh movie video game knockoffs and you know the the cash-ins that are edutainment that suck or whatever you have actual games that the worst is like cartoon violence so
0: he's just gonna play minecraft anyway
1: (laughs) i know right (laughs) well at least i feel like if that happens i'm the type of Parent who can kind of understand that to a certain yeah. degree.
0: I hey, I think that's one of the better routes you can go because there's a there's a creative you know outlet there in just way he's building and designing and you know. I'd
1: rather yeah, I'd rather let my kid play Minecraft than watch YouTube videos of other YouTubers <laughs> playing Minecraft.
0: As long as it's not, uh, he's gonna fall in love with. It'd be funny if Austin he's like, Daddy, I found this channel I really like. It's called Game Grumps.
1: <laughs> god i that's that's something i can't watch with them around because they swear, they swear. casually and it's yeah. like every time there's an f-bomb or something you're just like Ooh, oh did he hear that i uh, look up from what he's doing
0: <laughs> daddy <laughs> <laughs> gosh just drops it. like how like how he likes to you do know, like fun and bubbles it's just going to be another f-word easily <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i'm kidding i said um i said um. oh gosh one time and he repeated that. So I'm just like, yep. Yep. I gotta be careful. Can't do it forever. Uh. Forever onward.
0: Hmm. What? Uh, It's funny because I, you know, I ask you this stuff like, but like you're very much, you're, you're still involved. You still have a pretty good idea what's going on because, you know, you, you're stuck with me and I talk about Nintendo a lot. Mm -hmm. And then most of like, let's face it, probably, all of the community that we have in Fluxpose just about are all console gamers. We really don't right. have anybody that's PC only. And a good chunk of them are in Nintendo or multi-platform. So you're you're kind of on the outside looking in a little bit because you've got all of, the, of that going on. So it it just by osmosis, you know, you do have a level of of being informed. Um, yeah. So with that said, you're going to you're going to buy a switch and get smash brothers so we can do doubles together right and you go to the lo- local attorneys and do doubles
1: well if i okay i've always been a one console person because i just i don't care that other people own more than one console i just have never i couldn't foresee myself ever owning more than one I,
0: that's my <laughs> thought too and here i have an xbox one in front of me and it's just like right we'll talk on that with you finish your point here
1: um so i would i i think i've made the decision that if it ever came to uh the time where we had the extra income to buy one it probably because for the longest time i thought i'd get a playstation because i had been mm. an um, xbox person for so long and like you said all the exclusive games
0: you've never played before and
1: yeah they're all coming to playstation but in practicality with like what the switch can do physically being able to take it places with you or, and almost treat it like a mobile, like a 3ds or something like that. It's like those applications make it so much more than just a console. And that kind of made me go, you know what? If I bought this, I think I'd be happier because it just, it would just be easier to play. It would situationally, You know, like you've talked about playing the switch while your wife watches TV or something, that type of thing I could see happening for me as well, where with a console, it'd be no different. It would be hooked up down here. And because you're doing that now,
0: except you're in the basement and she's upstairs. So you're you're exactly exactly.
1: So that's I mean, like I said, I've I've kind of made that decision where if I do ever have the chance to buy one, that's that's the route I would take for sure.
0: I I don't. I I applaud people that always have all the consoles because I don't know how you do it. Like I I just have the two, and already I feel like I don't know why I have this Xbox a lot of the time <laughs> yeah. because up until recently I wasn't playing. Now all of a sudden you know I'm playing. See if these I haven't I haven't checked out a lot in game pa- game pass yet, but I do have an active subscription because I was like I just don't I I get hyper focused on one thing or the other, and typically I was you know more focused on the games I was playing on the Switch, but I just don't know how. Oh wait, I know how. You, you're not. You don't have a, a, a kids. Yes, you don't have a, fam- <laughs> a consumer. And not to not to downplay, because I'm sure there are people who are to do it. But I don't like. I just don't know how. I can't juggle that all. You know, I only there's only so many hours in the day, and most of my job. You know, as my son, my wife, my job, and like I somehow scrunch gaming into this very small corner of my existence that doesn't right. doesn't see the light of the day as much as I would really like to. And that's just I think called growing up a little bit, but.
1: Um, well, yeah, it def, I mean, I had to get used to the and I've talked about um, as Isaac got older, um, I had to get used to the idea that I can't sit down and play games for five, six hours in a day, you know, however, that adds up two hours here, two hours there. Now it's like relegated to about. 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. to about 11 p.m., 11 30, depending mm-hmm. on how bad, how bad I want how, to stay How tired
0: do you want to be the next day? Yeah.
1: And even in that little of content, little of time, I don't have enough self self-discipline dif- all the time to even like, sometimes I get down here and like, you know what? I just feel like watching Netflix. <laughs> so it's like sometimes there's days where I just don't even feel like playing games because it's just too much to, yeah. to do. Yeah. And so like, like you said for those people who have multiple consoles bust through all the new releases you know within a week or two i'm just like
0: more power to you cuz <laughs> i will live vicariously I through your I... achievements
1: <laughs> yes exactly exactly so and like i said i have more than uh, enough to have to figure out what i'm going to play on the pc anyways so i could probably stop buying games for quite some time and still go oh yeah i should probably finish that you know these eight games that i started and yeah. never came back to so I, th-
0: I think the like for me like the the probably the coolest uh, selling point on the switch is like the the suspend feature you know like the fact that you one button you put the system to sleep and then you pick it back up and just turn it on mm-hmm. and you're right back there in the game it just makes so much so many things more accessible and i know i, I talk about accessibility and all, all that but i was curious like Cause that that leads to like I don't know why where this is coming from, but I've I've had this really crazy desire I want to play like an RPG really bad I don't know why Oh yeah I and, understand I, that. yeah and oh. I re- and I oddly enough I really want to play a JRPG you know the grindy because that's what I grew up with you know I I've, I've I've never really I haven't played any Western RPGs like you have you know I haven't really I never really gotten to Mass Effect never really gotten to Dragon Age things of that nature so I don't have that. Like desire so much, so I don't really need. And there, ex- there any definitely
1: is differences anyway. Yeah,
0: so. but like, so that's like I'm, I'm really looking forward to my next, like probably the next game I get. I'm gonna have to, you know, t- uh, just bite the bullet and take a, take a risk on one because I'm not too sold on any one or the other. But I kind of was wondering, like, what I was like, what's that. if if you're able to like what is that what's that one game like is there a game out on switch right now that you really would want to play is there something that you'd really want to see on the system
1: i want to play breath of the wild after playing it with like that's what i played when we were going up and i was like i can't i don't want to play this right now and like ruin the experience for me but i got a taste and i'm just like this is cool like i could definitely sink hours into that game i got the kool-aid
0: in me i need more yeah,
1: exactly. But uh Odyssey is exactly the same way too. Like I followed that game a little bit just like announcement trailers and watching uh videos for it and stuff and I I could easily play that because yeah. I've always liked Mario 64 We had never, we had a lot of
0: fun playing uh 3D World a couple times. You actually we hung out hung at yeah, my yeah. place and played games. So oh that you know that reminds me that was another awesome memory that like a game I would love to see on the Switch um was would be a port of uh, NES Remix or yeah NES Remix because I think that was that was oh a yeah that was a lot of because we just traded you know traded the controller back and forth and we're doing it and I think the the um gosh forgive me listeners because I know there's NES Remix and I don't remember what the uh, the the second version was because I think that actually had you know a, a two a multiplayer. Uh, component to it but i would love to see either uh you know an nes remix collection come out or even mm-hmm. give us like a SNES remix something like that i think that'd be a ton of fun um and again i know people would be like oh not another port on the switch but i think i don't i don't know it, it i don't like a lot of people will talk about um you know multiplayer and like you know donnie has all these opportunities to play a lot of these games with his kids um so usually when I hear an idea of when a game's like oh multi local multiplayer only I'm just like no nope. you know it's a huge turnoff <laughs> to me because it's not something I've experienced but I do think about instances when I've actually had it and so it's been it's been a blast and I think um, another thing I think we should we'll probably see more of on the Switch as we go I think we could see a lot more uh, like board games getting brought to the Switch yeah. because of the whole the the portability of the console and being able to play at tabletop in a way. Hmm. And think we could see it like I'm surprised we already but there's not like Catan on the Switch or That's true uh, like Ticket like to Ride those, or stuff like that.
1: Yeah, those very um
0: The gateway Designer light yeah games. Yeah, the gateway designer games, you know. Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah, I could definitely see that. Or like um like uh we talked, we I've talked about um sentinels of the multiverse before and the problem with that game is the setup like it's a card game where you know you play as superheroes and everybody has a deck of cards and each player plays in differently and so like the way that the actual cards work you end up having them all spread out in front of you and it's just like this would be a lot easier if i could just do this in the context of a of a virtual world as as opposed to actually having to physically do it because it requires a lot of space so yeah i definitely could see stuff like that as well um i can't think of anything necessarily that i would want to see on there i do think though that i would be in the same boat as you and i probably would end up playing more like jrpgs um and stuff like that because Especially, uh, you were talking about the suspend mode. I really enjoyed that on the PSP. Uh, mm. I own that yeah. and I, I didn't really... I, I wanted it to turn it into a emulator player. <laughs> but uh, that that only kind of came yeah. to fruition. Um, it's almost more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. But, um,
0: but, but yeah, I thought that's what my I, 3DS that would, that would be. Would be nice. I, thought, I thought I would do that with my 3DS to make that RPG machine too. Because you, know, you just cl- close the clamshell and pick it right back yep. up and same thing. But um, I just never, never got into, never went down that road enough. I think it's because you know I knew the switch was coming, and it's like, I I I, I trashed the 3ds a lot, but I do I do think that's a really cool piece of hardware, and I do like it. Um, I think I just always knew that once the switch came out, it's just kind of hard to go back to that. You know, it's like a much. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a less. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, it is a lesser experience, but it's just not. Uh, it is what it is, but. Um, I
1: guess. Oh, one thing I do want to say, or like, when I'm thinking about it here, because we've we've done a lot of um, praise, I guess, and I haven't really talked about anything negative. Yeah, please do, because I feel
0: like I, I I do worry that you know we're all very much here at the Nintendo Shack. We're all very much Nintendo, and I don't think we throw out enough criticism and as as is warranted. I, I hate I I feel like I very much get into, as into a a Nintendo Homer a lot. So please <laughs> bring it. I think, that, I think that as
1: far as the releases of things like Skyrim and uh, Assassin's Creed or uh, Far Cry or Doom, for instance, none of that stuff, I think, has any right to be on the Switch, honestly. Like, I'm okay with it being there. It does kind of feel weird, like... It almost feels like a joke, kind of. Is it
0: because of the because it has to be like dumbed down, being scaled down to run on the hardware, or
1: partially, partially, yeah? Because I kind of I am coming from a like, why would I play it there when I can just play it on the PC, The PC, but of course, not everyone has that option. Yeah. But I just when I think of the way that I want to utilize the Switch, it really does. Those wouldn't have any interest for me whatsoever. So when I do hear like, oh, like Skyrim's being remade for the hundredth time, I'm just like that. I I have no reason for that. And I've, I mean, you can just say, well, then just don't buy it, which is true. Like I don't. It's not like something that Nintendo's doing wrong. I'm just, I just feel like that's kind of. A trend that I don't mm. need to follow yeah. at all. Um, well, those know, it, releases feel weird on the Switch. I feel like it'd
0: be one thing too if they were day and date, and they're not. You know, like that's true. Like, Maybe that's what it is. Like Wolfenstein, they, they're coming out so we just long. now at uh, PAX East got to see like 15 minutes of gameplay of Wolfenstein 2 running on the Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. So I mean, that's a game that's been out for how long everywhere else, and like the same dilemma. Like I, I want to play that game but i i know i would want to play on the switch cuz the access- accessibility but again it's hard to justify paying full price on the switch for a game mm-hmm. when i i can get it on steam for 20 bucks and maybe yeah. that's
1: what it is too is like the the pricing just seems weird, but
0: there's a switch tax, unfortunately with stuff because I mean, (laughs) we've seen things that when it has come out at the same time as stuff, it's been more expensive on the switch. And and because, you know, people allude that to the cartridges, the cartridge based format of their media and the the production costs. And
1: it's a weird position to think like, I want to get a console that isn't going to be my main gaming machine. (laughs) That's kind of what it is, is right. Like at the end of the day, it's, I'm still going to play PC games, whereas when I had when I got the 360, it kind of just depended. I was either heavily into the 360 or heavily into PC, and it never really it was always like one kind of suffered because I was doing the other one. Whereas here, everything that I can't get from my PC, I would be doing on the switch and they would just kind of equally balance out, I feel Mm -hmm. like. And I guess that's why I come from like, why would I ever play those, those mainstream? Uh, well, not mainstream, but I don't, I don't want to say like, oh, I don't like it because it's mainstream. But those third-party major releases, I guess, is what I mean, where I could get it anywhere else and it'll perform better. Yeah, like it almost seems like a waste of time. But again, if that's your only avenue, right? If to that's play the only game, yeah. yeah, then yeah. I don't blame you.
0: Yeah, where you mean you're, you're a special. You and I are special case. Well, not special, but I mean, we're not everyone has some people. This you know, some people are Nintendo fans first and foremost, and that could be the only platform. And there's a lot of people that I know that only have a Switch, so that's going to be the only way they play certain games. And it's cool to mm-hmm. have that option. But I, I agree, if you have it available in other stores, in other areas, you know, other avenues, it's it's you know, why are you? In a way, you're going to probably be playing a lesser experience, uh, right. of, well, of the it- version.
1: And if you are into those games, you probably already have a different, another way of playing it, anyways. So that's, I guess that's yeah. why it seems so weird to me that it would yeah. even exist there. But yeah, hmm. that would be my one criticism, I guess. Right. It's not All even right. really a negative. It's yeah, just. Yeah, it,
0: no, it's good. It's good. I like it because that's kind of, kind of brings, you know, we're running about on time. So that kind of brings the conversation full circle. Lucas, for people. This made many people. This could be their introduction to Lucas Rose and the greater. Oh, you know, now we got to make this meme, and then people say, "You know, Infinity War was the greatest crossover event ever." No, Nintendo Shack Twenty Four <laughs> has been the greatest crossover event ever. That's
1: true. That's true. Uh,
0: um, what? Yeah, um, well, yeah, here I am. For people that are, you know, this is your, their first encounter of Lucas Rose. What? Mm-hmm. How can they find you on the internet? What things are you up to out there? What are you? You know, Well,
1: what? <laughs> you have to go to this uh, website that leads you to the dark web. First of all, oh, boy. and then uh, you have to send in a blood sample to this mailing address, and then, and only then, can you find me at uh, on Twitter at Heavy Metal underscore Riff. I'm on there. Pretty much, that's really it. I mean, obviously, we do our podcast, but if you want to contact me outside of the context, wait, 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 of-
0: you do a podcast. What's that about? Yeah. T- tell me more. Yeah. What's this? Oh. Pod- tell me about
1: this podcast you do. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a podcast where I do all the work, and then some Yahoo just kind of hosts it or pretends to, anyway. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, we do a podcast called hmm. Flux Post. I mean, if you if you like my idiocy, then you should probably check that out because you and I are yep. are, are idiots. Over I'm almost there. I'm
0: almost a normal person on this podcast.
1: Yes, here you you here you are acting like, you know, you have a job to do. And you don't want to let everybody down, so you're just being you're being cool as a cucumber. Uh, right. but we we let it fly. We we get goofy over at Flux
0: to Post. That's right. So check that out for sure. And and very vulgar. So uh, young ears, That's you true. probably don't want to listen around. So
1: I, I have I have been very careful not to
0: um You've done good. I did I didn't get a chance to remind you, so I was hoping. So <laughs>
1: Well, uh, but but yeah, check uh, check me out on uh, Twitter. I'm not doing anything, but that's kind of the the place I check more. So yeah. when it comes to uh, listeners and people who just want to yeah. get in chat, cash know, get in cash in me outside. How about right.
0: that? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, wow. Lucas, I I want to thank you for taking the time out of your Thursday evening to talk yeah. something you barely know anything about. Which is how we do our normal podcast. We both talk about things we don't know anything about.
1: That's true. I um, just talk out of my ass. This isn't even a real mile. Oh, there, there. No, there. I screwed it, it up. One, now you got to rate an M for mature.
0: One swear. <laughs> we'll let that fly. Uh, but again, yes, thank you for joining me on the Nintendo Shack tonight. Uh, sure. Please, everyone, please check out the other great podcasts we have on the Place of Video Games Podcast Network. And, you know, if nothing else, um, you know, Please remember, as I botched the outro, never stop gaming, yes. and come back and check out Nintendo Shack next week. Donnie will be back to save you from all this ADC. Lucas, it's been a pleasure, tell, sir.
1: Tell everyone at PSVG which show you want me to appear on next, even if I don't have anything, even it's if I don't know what been I'm about. has been talking a production about. of the
0: Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. <laughs> Find more great content at PlaySomeVideoGames.com.